0: So I've had an interesting situation with My Rules Better podcast where I've loaded it on various different podcasting apps and I've had a kind of time slice of what My Rules are Better is currently about. I got a very interesting email from Shay Hammond through the week and I want to say thank you very much to Shay for even looking at my work. But he said, well, you know, just slow it down and expand these bits and do those bits differently and then it'll be a much better book. I thought to myself, okay. I started writing this book in 1992. I've rewritten it literally eight times over that time period. And many of these versions are still accessible in second-hand bookstores or via other formats. So the version that is there is the version that Connor Science who is a long-time podcast listener and participant, will sign off on. I haven't even heard from Matt Gibson. Who knows? He'll get a physical copy at some stage. You can look through that and work out what he does with that. But I felt really positive that Shay had gotten in contact with me and told me, you know, things needed to be done a little bit differently. But what came through the correspondence very quickly was that he was looking for the Chechen rules, which makes all the sense in the world. Because the Chechen rules are a rule set that is so perfectly timed for our time with regards to the Ukraine-Russia conflict that it's obvious that that would be the rule set that I should be working on. And I pondered a little bit actually putting them out. The difficulty with the Chechen rules is that the Tiny Terrain's miniatures, who actually produced Chechens beautifully, no longer in business. You'd need to go to Emperor's miniatures, and I love Emperor's miniatures. They're beautiful miniatures, but they just don't have the range of Chechens that the Tiny Terrain did. So I've got some Chechens and some Russians perfectly painted up and ready to go with regards to a game and i'm wondering to myself well maybe the chechen rules is the next set of rules let's talk a little bit about the chechen rules because it's really interesting the chechen rules are basically a fantasy rule system because that's what happened in chechnya for the best of my abilities that you had some young men and some organized crime figures and they were able to form soldiers and then you have katab uh, al-katab who came from i mean literally he was Osama bin laden's You know, they met and talked and he liked rabbits and stuff. He's a very curious fellow, Al-Qatar. But he came over from the Middle East, from Saudi Arabia specifically, and fought in Chechnya. They poisoned him with a letter from his mother with some kind of poison paper. You don't want to go up against the Russians ever. They just have all the resources and all the stuff. Anyway, so, Chechnya rules. The idea of the Chechen rules is that most of the young men that went to fight as Chechen fighters were living in a fantasy land. They were actually given a fantasy, well, very much that they were idealistic and they were looking back for a previous time. And none of this stuff existed at the time they were fighting in Chechnya. And it's interesting because any pro, so for example, New Straits Times in Malaysia, which is mysteriously an English language newspaper, but also remarkably pro- um well what would one call them i don't know muslim idealists perhaps wrote these amazing articles about the chechen wars or the first chechen wars and that's the basis of my interest in chechnya came through these new straits times articles which detailed greatly how these young men who had been hoodwinked by a bunch of different things ended up fighting in chechnya so the chechen rules were actually very different than the way people might expect them to be because they're not like anything where if you integrate with a contemporary Ukrainian conflict, you really don't have a history associated with Chechnya. The history associated with Chechnya is very, very different. And if you look now, you see that the Chechens are actually actively fighting for the Russians, which is a great irony in this whole scheme of constant conflict and constant ideas and all these other things. So to you, I say thank you very much for standing uh, and, you know, reading and giving feedback, but these Rules that I'm getting out now are of a 1992 era. and saying something that's very specific. And ironically, the Chechen Conflict was a 1996 era thing. So l- if I can get out the rules based on 1992, get them out, the story can... Ser- this is another interesting point about Tichet's correspondence that reminded me that the Just Plain Chaos rule system is based on another rule system. It's based on another novel. It's based on something that's not even out. So if you put Just Plain Chaos... The rule system next to just plain cast the book, you're left with a lot of head scratching that Shay did as well. And I don't think it defeats the purpose, but if you read the book to the end, the book indicates very clearly that everything associated with the book was a complete failure. It has an epitaph at the end, which means that the radicalization and the positive stuff which leads into the rule system could never really exist. That's a paradox which should captivate some readers. Hopefully, who knows? Who knows if any readers will pick that up, but as the author, I certainly picked it up. So I want to say to Shay, thank you very much. I want to say to Nurgling, thank you, thank you, thank you very much, because Nurgling has been back in contact twice and is now going on a work-related trips, so which means he can't do the final edit, but he's given me changes that no one else gave me. Similarly, Connor cites Bowen, so you've just got to be thankful for the people you have at the time that you have. And it, it strikes me as quite ironic that because Connor has known me for so many years, so many years, he's sympathetic to the nature of the Just Plain Cars writing and the way in which it's written and actually finds parts amusing from that so there's some distinction between connor and shay here and i suspect with regards to connor it's because he's known me for 10 years and he's seen these things develop and fall and develop and fall and develop and fall and he just wants me to get this thing out gets this damn thing out thank you very much so anyway i'd like to say a thank you to uh connor and shay And Nurgling in particular, I think of Nurgling as just an inspirational person. He's someone who inspires me frequently. And his writing and his just who he is as a person, I'm really very appreciative that I have him as a podcast listener. So, Tom Barberley in Las Vegas, Nevada, signing out.